1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. And joining us right now is our good friend, Marcellus Barnes. He's the pastor of Grace Point Church in Chattanooga. He leads the musical group Sounds of Unity. And coming up on February 10th, there's going to be a very special event we're going to be talking about here in just a couple of moments. So, Marcellus, good to have you back with us here on Mornings with Tom and Tobby. Good morning, my friend. Tom, Tobby, it's so good to be with you guys, as always. Thank you again for the opportunity to come on your show. This is always fun. Oh, well, it's always fun for us, too, because you bring such life and such passion. One of the things you are passionate about, uh, in addition, of course, to being a husband and a dad and a pastor, is music. And it's been a central part of your life for many years. How did you fall in love with gospel music? Well, my mother and father are uh, quartet singers. And when I was about 12 years of age, uh, they found out that I could play piano by rote. And so I wanted to begin to play with my mom and dad, and they would allow me to do the closing song uh, for their events and sing with them. And, you know, I didn't know what playing by rote meant until a little later. It was just, you know, a gift that God has given certain people that could just pick up things by ear. And so I began to do piano lessons, and um, I was able to go off to college uh, to uh, IU's program, IU in Indiana, up in Fort Wayne's campus, and came here, transferred, and finished my degree in music. Uh, music helped save my life. You know, I was one of those kids. I love basketball, love football, uh, had opportunity to do it, but I love music. And so um, I began to pursue that, and I got a, I was able to get a scholarship. You know, um, some of the kids growing up in the neighborhoods that are off to the side, uh, you just never know. They're artistic in some cases where they're not going to play basketball, football. But if you give them a platform, they will be able to show you the gift God has given them. And the church gave me that platform as a, at a young age. Mm. That is fantastic. You're hearing the voice of Marcellus Barnes just talking about his musical journey. And you made a statement just then, Marcellus, that I want to dive into just a little bit. You said that music helped save your life. Talk, talk to us about that. Is that kind of what drew you closer to the Lord? Give us a snapshot. Absolutely. I'm, absolutely. I'm the youngest of seven. I have three older brothers, three older sisters. I grew up in southern Indiana, and I was one of those kids where mom and dad gave me the foundation. I was taught the right thing, so it wasn't that my family was so dysfunctional. I just chose to follow the peer pressure, and that 
at the eighth grade, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth grade years, I was running the streets, getting into gang activity and uh, doing a lot of things, skipping school and, and, and smoking marijuana and hanging out. And, and my mom was going to send me off to a boys' school up in Indianapolis. And I begged her not to do so. And my sophomore year, I got saved uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, came back home doing music, and the rest is history. I uh, I gave my life to Christ as a sophomore in high school, uh, and music was the thing that kept me focused. And then my relationship with God, I was able to cultivate that through my worship. And now here I am uh, still doing music uh, while uh, pastoring. And so I love to be able to give back through the foundation. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love I I knew you as a music um, leader, worship leader before I knew you as a as a pastor here. And I've seen you do both with excellence and beauty. And so I've appreciated that ministry. And, you know, gospel music is has, is is native to America. OK, it came out of of uh, the, the whole history of African-Americans and slavery and, and the things that happened to us as the years went on. And it was like a heart cry to God, a way of worshiping with every part of us. Uh, what do you think the impact uh, gospel music has had on our country? Oh, my goodness. I mean, when you think about history and how the slaves would sing spirituals in the field and the master would be moved by the spiritual, not knowing what they were singing or singing about, but he could feel uh, the aestheticness. He could feel the, the, the soulfulness coming from the field. Um, just to be able to impact people's hearts. It's the heart that reaches the heart. And so, you know, gospel music is something that you, you really can't get it through information. It has to come through experience. And so when you're connecting through your experiences and God bringing you through your experiences, there's a there's a certain cry and there's a certain sound that follows that experience. And gospel music is just that. Uh, a lot of music hadn't been composed, but there are songs that we sing today that's liberating to certain people that hear those songs and hear those words. Uh, in America, uh, there, there's, I don't know a culture that doesn't appreciate or values gospel music. Uh, even around the world, I went as far as Nagoya, Japan, and they were begging me to sing gospel music mm. uh, because it's liberating uh, in its essence. And so uh, it's it's impacted you know, any pop culture artist you see, uh, black or white, uh, I mean, they could tr you could trace back some of the influence to church, black gospel music. Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, the list goes on and on. You can mm. name the James Brown, the list goes on and mm. on. Gospel music has influenced so many people uh, as far as their gifts and their abilities of music. We're speaking with Marcellus Barnes. He's the pastor of Grace Point Church and leads the musical group Sounds of Unity, but he's also involved in an event that's coming up next Friday. I can't wait to hear about this. So, Marcellus, good to have you with us on 88.9 Moody Radio. So good to be with you, my friend. Well, we are excited about the first Gospel Music Awards that's happening at Abba's House. It's going to be on February the 10th. Can you give us a little snapshot of what this evening will be like? Absolutely, uh, Tabi. I tell you, this is going to be a, an event you do not want to miss. If you appreciate gospel music in any facet, any shape, form, or fashion, you want to lead 
your family, your friends and loved ones to the Abba's house in Hickson, Tennessee on February the 10th. We will have uh, an opener with Sounds of Unity, which is a choir made up of about 34 different churches, uh, different denominations, different backgrounds. We come together once a year during this time. And the past few years, unfortunately, due to COVID, we were not able to. So they are excited and they are ready to go. This big, huge mass choir is going to open up with some gospel music. We have uh, a group, Dove, Stella Award nominated group from Columbia, South Carolina, my friend, Brother John Lakin and Bow, Band of Worshippers. They're going to be there bringing some flavor from South Carolina. And when I tell you, you, you're going to have traditional, you're going to have contemporary, praise and worship, all of that good stuff. Uh, and Dr. Bobby Jones, the ambassador himself from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, who had a, a network on the BET's network for 34 years, having people on the stage, Kirk Franklin, Richard Smallwood, this list goes on and on, Shirley Caesar, and he will be with us that night as well. And so we're just going to have a high time and celebrating nominees from the city locally who have kept the music alive. So we have different categories that we're voting on as we speak, and we will announce the recipients on that night in categories such as traditional male vocalist, contemporary female, church choir, community choir, youth and young adult, and even quartet. So it's going to be a great night. Wow, this okay. sounds so it, it exciting. Sounds really good. Now the only thing that's missing is a really great MC. Do you have anybody like tapped to do something like that, Marcellus? Let me tell you, we have the beautiful, incomparable I mean, we have this wonderful young lady. You may know her. Her name is Tabby Upton, and she will be right next to Dr. Bobby Jones ah! on the stage hosting the event that night, and, and everyone's coming. You don't have to dress up, but you can if you want to. It's going to be an elegant night. We're going to have a great time. Tavi is going to be one of our hosts. Mm. Yes. I'm excited and honored to be able to do it, and a little scared. You are going to be awesome. <laughs> you are going to be awesome. And thank you so much for even uh, considering and being a part of this special night. I wouldn't want to miss it at all. And uh, Tom... Yeah, you. I don't know if you're going to be able to make it, but I think you're helping me with my wardrobe. Yeah, just a little bit. So that's my last question. You know, you talked about the wardrobe and all that other stuff. What people should wear, dress up, dress down. But you know, so here's my question for you, Marcella: Should Tabby wear like feathers or fur? <laughs> Uh, she she can work. She can mix them both up if she wants to. She can do whatever. <laughs> like she wants. We're, we're we're going we're going to have a good time and come as you are. Of course, some people are really wanting to dress up that night. But listen, we're going to have a great time. So you you need to make sure even if you have the formal at the top, wear some comfortable shoes because I believe you're going to be toe tapping and dancing. <laughs> and shit. I'm going to have a good time. <laughs>